Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with five good things. A new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. We are off and running on a glorious Tuesday evening live from the Circus Sportsbook. Anytime I walk in here, it puts a smile on my face, Sean. It does. It is a wonderful place to call home. It is. Somebody I just was reading up hit for a million dollars. In the Wheel of Fortune. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Was not me. Can confirm. It was not. Uh, You know, what I'll say, I'll start the show with this. I mean, closing line value is everything. Uh, It doesn't matter what happens at the end of your bet. (laughs) As long as you get the good number, that's all that matters. Case in point, last night on the show, I told you I liked Virginia. You did. On the road at Houston. When are you going to get Tony Bennett in Virginia getting eight and a half? That line closed five. They are down by 20. I was going to say, you could put both lines together and still be in trouble. Five and eight and a half, 13 and a half. Still oh, not quite enough. Man. Oh, man. Yeah. Shout out to Houston, too, because they had the core of that team. Gone? Transfer. Oh, the, a couple off to the NBA. Yeah, so, I mean, to say that they've rebounded, I mean, outstanding job, you know, by that program. Kelvin Sampson's the real deal, man. He is. He it's gonna really be a fun, is. It's going to be a fun conference to watch. Uh, Memphis is rolling. I do have uh, a future on Houston uh, to win that conference. They have to be the number one seed heading into the conference tournament. So let's say they're tied with Memphis, but they get the number one seed. I win my bet. But if they're tied and Memphis gets the number one seed, I lose my bet. I got it at plus 240. So I'm pulling for the Cougs, who are going to be in town. As of many basketball teams are going to be in town here shortly. I was driving down to 15, and I saw, like, I mean – Michigan's playing UNLV. I think yep. Arizona's playing. Uh, Wichita State. Wichita State. I think Gonzaga, UCLA. UCLA. Duke's coming into town. Yep. So, I mean, if you're a college football fan, Ve- I mean, college basketball fan, Vegas. Maui Invitational's yeah, here. It's a place to be. You got the Maui Invitational. Uh, Houston will be there. Uh, Wisconsin will be there. Notre Dame will be there. St. Mary's will be there. I think Oregon is there. Uh, so, we'll talk a lot of college basketball. Jim Root, our guy. JR. Texted me yesterday, said, hey, I'm going to be uh, hanging out. Maybe getting, I think he's getting dinner down here and said, uh, I'll stop by. So he's going to come in later this hour. So we'll talk college hoop with him uh, as this is music to your ears, Sean. North Carolina in a dogfight right now with College of Charleston. Yeah, you know, little brother been trying to figure it out. You know, uh, Duke, we had some off the court issues, but yeah. it didn't bother us on the court. They no. won by 40. Crushed him. If I'm not mistaken. So uh, hopefully we can get things back in the right direction on and off the court. But, you know, North Carolina, I'm happy for Hubert. Hubert Davis, I thought, yeah. I think it's a great opportunity, and we'll see. But, you know, that's our little brother. <laughs> uh, UNC closed uh, here at Circa as a 13-point favorite uh, at DraftKings. It was 12 and a half. They are up by 
three over College of Charleston on the road. Interesting. Uh, and then uh, the big game of the night, uh, Seton Hall taking on Michigan. Great game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michigan, top five in the country, as mentioned uh, by Sean. They will be in town on Friday. Uh, Derek is going to come in. Okay. He's going to do our hit. And then I think he's going to get on over to uh, T-Mobile. They have the night game, 9.30 Pacific, 12.30 Eastern, mm-hmm. Friday night against UNLV. And then on Sunday, they will play the, uh, assuming they win, the championship. And if, if I'm not mistaken, i got to confirm this with Derek, but I think Jawan Howard and yeah, his staff Saturday are, night. are doing an event uh-huh. here at Circa believe you know, while the, they're in town. I believe, and Derek said it on the show on Friday. I think on it's Friday. Thursday, isn't it? The day before the game? I'll have to double check. I thought it was Saturday yeah. night. Um, we'll double check that. We'll get all the details, but I think up at the Legacy Club. So uh, exciting times. A lot of great college hoops. What's that? I better wear pants. Yeah, wear pants and shoes. <laughs> Gotta wear pants and shoes for that. Uh, oh, it has gone final. All right. Uh, yeah, I have officially lost my bet. So there we go. 67 to 47. Uh, good job by Houston. I had a good night tonight at college basketball. Yeah, you bet Troy. I had Troy plus four and a half. And all I could think about, because Troy was winning this game, the majority of the game, playing Jacksonville State. I got him at four. <laughs> and it goes to overtime. And all I could think about was you saying overtime is where dogs go to die. It's true. And so they didn't die in the first overtime. And, of course, they go to a second one. And so I'm like, okay, the dog is officially dead. Just waiting for it to happen. Then they go to the third overtime. So I was almost about to tear my ticket up. But (laughs) I was like, oh, ye of little faith, just stay. You got there. Yeah, and we got there. They actually won outright. Yeah, nice job by Troy. Uh, We got Maction going on. We talked a little bit Maction last night with Pamela Maldonado and Brad Powers. Uh, yeah, we got Eastern and Western Michigan going I don't up. see anyone in the 30-point range I yet, know. So, I mean, what's going Surprisingly on? Surprisingly low-scoring evening. Uh, Toledo saw some movement on them uh, earlier today. They are putting it on Ohio. They lead 35-9. to That one almost wrapping up. Going to be an under there. Uh, yeah, it is a weird night because it looks like, as of right now, Sean, all three games will go under the total. The surprising one for me was Eastern Michigan and Western Michigan. I think that total was 66. Yeah. And they sit, I think, at, what, 21 to 9, almost into the fourth quarter. So, hey, I guess the MAC defensive coordinators got together and say, you know, when they say all the games go over, they're really criticizing us. Hey, I got good, to, good for them. I have Western Michigan minus 5.5, and, and they lead 21 to 9 right now. So we'll see if the Broncos can uh, put it together defensively. And then uh, Miami of Ohio. Lay in the big number tonight, uh, playing Bowling Green, and they lead 27-7. to seven. So there is your Maction action update. Ironically, uh, looks like all the favorites are trying to cover. The last couple of weeks, the Mac has been all about the, the dogs, underdogs. Yeah. Dogs and overs. And uh, tonight, it's favorites and unders. Uh, so hopefully, uh, my lone bet tonight in the Mac, Western Michigan. We'll see if that one can come home. We do have a new batch of playoff rankings uh, nothing really has changed. The top seven stays the same. Obviously, Oklahoma lost over the weekend. They dropped down to 13. Uh, Oklahoma State moves up to number nine. Notre Dame moves up to eight. Wake Forest back into the top 10, sitting there at 10. And, you know, for me, the big question that I have right now is sitting at 13, Sean, here on November 16th, is Oklahoma. Done. As far as getting in the college football playoff this year, yes. I think yes. I just don't think their margin was like it is normally. Normally, Oklahoma drops a conference game, but they've been so dominant, mm-hmm. so explosive. They've generally got the Heisman front runner at quarterback. They've still gotten in if they went ahead and handled their business, you know, the rest of the season, won the Big 12 championship. I just think because they were not impressive, even though they were undefeated, the loss really hurts them. And I also don't think it's a given that they win Bedlam. I don't either. No, I think Oklahoma State's got a great shot to win that game. And, you know, if if Oklahoma wins out, who they play Baylor in a rematch in the Big 12 championship, or does Oklahoma State if win that o- tiebreaker because they, they won the head-head? So Oklahoma, if Oklahoma wins Bedlam, that's the Saturday after Thanksgiving mm-hmm. uh, in Stillwater. If Oklahoma wins that, it'll be a rematch between those two teams in Dallas for the championship. If Baylor, now here's the big if and the caveat, Baylor plays Kansas State this weekend on the road. They're Mm -hmm. a slight underdog. But if Baylor wins out and Oklahoma loses to Oklahoma State, your conference championship will be Oklahoma State against Baylor. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. The way that the the rankings kind of stack up for me, and we'll get to you know how does Cincinnati get in? Because this all works in their favor. Everything that happened this past Saturday outside of Cincinnati's actual performance worked in favor of them getting into and the college I think, football. And players. another big thing for Cincinnati helped out today. Guess who is in the top twenty-five? Houston. Yeah. So Houston, who has. Two games left in the regular season. They close out against UConn, and they play Memphis on Friday night. If Houston just takes care of its business, and they're 11-1, and one, probably going to be sitting around 20 or so. It's another quality win. They probably stay in the top 25 in the final rankings. Everything. Now, look, they still need a little bit of help. They need Georgia to beat Alabama, which we have said consistently. And now, I think the Big 12 kind of has almost got out of the way and for me I think it's simple for Cincinnati to get in Georgia beat Alabama mm-hmm. Utah beat Oregon once because they're gonna play on Saturday it's a tough trip for Oregon. in Salt Lake Oregon's City underdog Oregon's and- the number three team in the college football playoff and they're an underdog this week at Utah and then they're gonna play again Sean here in Las Vegas so they're gonna have to beat Utah, two times. Mm-hmm. And, by the way, sandwich in the middle is a rivalry game against Oregon State. I kind of don't want Oregon to get in because I just don't think without C.J. Verdell, who's their most dynamic, explosive, NFL-caliber offensive player, he's out for the rest of the year, that they're capable, that they have enough offensive firepower to beat one of the opponents in the college football playoffs. So, you know, if you're Cincinnati, man, listen. It's Utah there for you. could beat Oregon. Uh, whoever wins out of Michigan State, Ohio State. Doesn't matter. You know, yep. they're probably the front runner to win that, that mm-hmm. you know, division title in the Big Ten. And everything else is, is sitting right there for you because, in my opinion, Cincinnati wants Michigan State to win. Because if Michigan State, if Ohio State wins, and then the Michigan-Ohio State game is one of those all-time great games, I still see scenarios where it gets a little tricky. Yeah, I, I don't think – I. this is just my personal opinion. I don't think that the committee is going to set a precedent where you're going to get in a two-loss, non-conference, non-even division champ in a team like Michigan jumping Cincinnati. It all comes down to this. Cincinnati went out, important win this weekend against SMU, beat Houston, who's now ranked, and that Notre Dame win – Notre Dame's going to finish 11-1, barring a massive upset. They're a 17-point favorite this weekend against Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. They play Stanford next weekend, who's getting Tanner McKee Boy, back, but are, are still they bad this year? you should get there. Cincinnati, the road is paved for you. You still need a couple things to work your way, but you need a team like Oregon, who's an underdog this week to lose, and you need a team in Georgia who will be a favorite to beat Alabama. If that happens, in I think Cincinnati makes the defense, playoff. If they get in, they deserve it because they have to play the second and third ranked team in this division or this conference yeah. in SMU and Houston to win out. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. A couple more thoughts on the playoff rankings. On the other side, Jim Root, bottom of the hour. It's the nightcap here on Visa. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. 
Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back in this segment of the Nightcap being brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. Also, for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N dot com slash find. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Got a couple of college hoop games going on right now. The big one, number four, Michigan hosting Seton Hall, 33 to 28 to score. That one early in the second half. Michigan, uh, double checking that, uh, going off, I believe, as an eight and a half point favorite. I don't think that line moved. Uh, today I was expecting it to move and it didn't uh, closed eight and a half though uh, some eights out there uh, but right now a four a six point lead excuse me for Michigan I do have one bet mm-hmm. later tonight uh, Cal State Fullerton the Titans Titans going with them against GW this line moved open one and a half closed three I will uh, I took the full I took Fullerton minus 150 on the money line so uh, that is my late night bet Sean uh, betting a little Sunbelt hoop action. Troy yep. getting the victory in triple overtime. Winners on top of winners. Taking the four and a half there. And we've got uh, action going on right now. Western Michigan, uh, that is my bet. I've got Western Michigan laying five and a half, and they're leading by five. Actually, I, I took Eastern Michigan money line tonight, oh. but I did it on a ticket that I also had Ohio. Oh. So Ohio's Not, down. 19. Yeah. So I need two touchdowns in five minutes. Can it happen? Uh, three touchdowns. No, just the cover. It's seven and a half. Oh, you took the points. Yeah, I, I got you. Eastern Michigan money line. Got it. Got yeah. it. Okay. Uh, maybe. Uh, I would say I'm pulling for your pockets, but I'd rather Western Michigan. Yeah, Ohio got really, really unlucky today. They ran a kickoff back that got called back. Like They had some things happen to them that were unfortunate. You know, but hey, Toledo's getting hot at the right time. A little too late. Northern Illinois is going to run away with that division, unfortunately. Big game for them tomorrow. Yeah, uh, they're taking on Buffalo. They're laying a, a point, point and a half uh, on the road at Buffalo. Buffalo, say this, one of my favorite plays this offseason, uh, the South Point Sportsbook, give them credit, they do uh, over-under on conference wins. Mm-hmm. And my favorite play of the offseason was under five and a half for Buffalo. Just all that changeover, they lose their head coach, most of their staff. Uh, in April, tons of transfers, and that is uh, that has paid out. Can't say every other bet <laughs> has, <laughs> has gone that way, uh, but you know, like I've Ohio, like Ohio to win the conference in the MAC. But hey, uh, you win some, you lose some. That's the nature of the beast. I can't wait till Saturday, by the way. Yeah, yeah, Saturday nine o'clock. It's gonna be a big one. Don't text me. Don't call me. I won't be on Twitter unless things are going great for Sparty. <laughs> I. I looked up the numbers, and I just didn't realize how bad the pass defense for Michigan State is. They're bad. They're the worst. 
and you in, know, in yardage allowed. Now, I will say this. Those numbers are a bit skewed. They played Western Kentucky earlier this year. Our guy, Bailey Zappi, uh, threw for a ton of yards in a game they didn't even cover, Western Kentucky, that is. Uh, so a little inflated, but they're 56th in passing uh, def- defense efficiency. So they're not good. Yeah. They, and you're playing it's arguably. A personnel, it's a personnel issue. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing Michigan about Mel State Tucker. sitting here because of what they've been able to do offensively. Yeah, and they're going to be able to score. Yeah, so we'll see. They're going to be able to score. I'm excited. And the line's moving in the right direction. It opened at 20 and a half. It's down to, I think, 19. Well, it opened 18 here, ballooned up, and now you're seeing buyback. So probably some two-way action. Chris yeah. Andrews will tell us what's yeah, up will. on Thursday. He will. You uh, know, he's anti-Michigan State. He's not anti-anything. He is. He is. I, a, love, I love Chris. He makes, as, as he said so eloquently, we don't make the rankings, we make the numbers. Yeah, but he's, he's also admitted that he's always been anti-Sparty. When did he admit that? Yeah, just emotionally. Yeah, he's never bought into Sparty and their chances for success. Was he wrong? He, he booked it at three against Purdue. That, I don't care what happened in the past. Out. We're just pulling for our pockets. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to be pulling for you in this one. because How could you go against me here? If C.J. Stroud, if they don't win this game, my ticket for C.J. Stroud is gone. I'm pulling for my well, pockets. If, if they win, then I'll cover what your investment was in your <laughs> ticket for C.J. Stroud. So I, way, look, you don't come out I'm also competitive. Negative. I'm competitive. I, I like to be smart. I like to sound smart, too. So, uh, you know, I was looking back. You know, Colin Sherwin was on, on this show with us uh-huh. way back in early September, and I said C.J. Stroud. And then in early October, right before the Rutgers game, I said, buy now at 30-1. to 1. And here we stand where he's almost a, depending on where you look, he's a favorite in some spots. Statistically, this is what's going to happen Saturday. Kay Walker is going for 189 yards and three touchdowns. He'll have six catches for 74 yards and a touchdown. Michigan State wins in a barn burner. Cigar bet? I might need points. (laughs) (laughs) I might need some points for this. One. I'll give you. How about a three to one cigar bet? You get three, I get one. Let me get a little closer to the the kick. I'm gonna get yeah. it eventually. I'm gonna get him to, to. Yeah, let me get a little closer to kick on this. But I want to. I want to go back to the rankings because, um, you know, I, I, I get it. I, I would rank Michigan State over Michigan because look, at the end of the game, at the end of the day, and I know we live in this. We, you know, I've said this multiple times, so I don't want to go into a whole diatribe about it. It's gonna work itself out. Michigan State wins on Saturday. They're jumping Michigan. They're back in the top four. If they lose, they're not. I mean, it's it's as simple as that. But they should be six, and Michigan should be seven. I mean, it's just they played the game. I don't care there was a controversial call. At the end of the day, Michigan State had 37 points. Michigan had 33 points. Games have to matter. Here's what's interesting, and I've kind of detached emotionally from, like, sitting there looking at these rankings. The one, I guess, redeeming quality that I found in these rankings is that everybody really still controls their own destiny. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, all of the teams that we can argue about, go back and forth, should they be here, should they be there, if they went out, they're more than likely going to get in. So at, at least that gives me some comfort. I don't feel like there's somebody there that shouldn't be there and they're going to skate through and kind of – trisolate their way into the final four that shouldn't. Like, everyone that is in the basically top 13, they have a very tough road left. I mean, you look at Alabama. Alabama outside, of, outside of Notre Dame. Right. But I don't think Alabama – Notre Dame's the one there, team that I don't I, think I has don't, a chance to get in. I think I, I could, I could yeah. figure out a way they could get in, and I just don't think it's Yeah, I don't possible. think it happens. And, I, and I'll be honest, as a Notre Dame fan, I, I don't, they're getting better. Right. And they're – they're much better than they were earlier in this year. I don't think they would deserve to be in. And, you know, if it came down to, let's say, 11-2 and two Alabama versus 11-1 and one Notre Dame and Alabama just lost to Georgia, well, Notre Dame didn't have to play on that weekend, and right. Alabama had to play the best team in the country. So I think in that scenario, I think Alabama would get in over Notre Dame. But the team I want to bring up is Oklahoma State because – I just don't see it. They're sitting there at nine. I don't disagree. Yeah. But if they went out – I think they get in because, Sean, right now they have – I was just kind of writing down who has the best wins as of right now in the top ten. 
I think they have the fourth best win. Baylor? They beat Baylor. Yeah. Baylor's 11th. They just beat Oklahoma. So the best win in the country is Oregon at Ohio State of contenders because Texas A&M is now out of sight, out of mind. Then I think it's Cincinnati at Notre Dame. Then Michigan State over Michigan. And then I think the fourth best win is Oklahoma State beating Baylor. Now I guess So you what could, was your best win? Oregon at Ohio State. Okay. And then Cincinnati at Notre Dame. Michigan State over Michigan. That was a home game. And then I think Oklahoma State beating Baylor by double digits. Now you could split hairs and say Alabama beating Ole Miss the way that they did. At Ole Miss the time, that was a big win. It's a very good win. Yeah. And I, I think you could split hairs there. But for Oklahoma State, if they run the table, folks, right, it's a home win against Oklahoma and then either a win against Baylor or another win against Oklahoma. That would be three top-notch wins, and you're a conference champ. That would be a fascinating discussion for the committee if we get Alabama, or sorry, Georgia winning out, Oregon winning out, Ohio State or Michigan State winning out, and then is it Oklahoma State or Cincinnati? That is a scenario I think Cincinnati fans do not want to have because you don't want it to come down to that where now they've got three really good wins and you've got two really good wins. So that's where it gets tricky. I think Oklahoma State actually has, and at 80 to 1, they're intriguing if you believe in them. That's the big caveat. I don't necessarily think they have the offense to run. Hey, the I wish they just threw the ball a little bit better than they do. I wish Very they had one of those old Gundy teams right. that we saw. Their defense is the real deal. Yeah. So, Pokes have got a chance, man. Pokes have absolutely got a chance. We'll talk some college hoops with our good friend Jim Root in studio next, right here. On the nightcap. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is the Nightcap here on VSIN, and uh, we bring in our good friend Jim Roots. Put the handsome guy in the middle. You know, I always feel bad because I feel like I, I call you too much and I'm bugging you. 
this is your fault that you're here tonight. So, I volunteered for yeah, this. He volunteered. Yeah. So it's not me, it's him. Said uh, I'd be at Circa. Why not hop in the studio, yeah, right? Why yeah. not? We've got a, we got a couple games going on. And Can you stop harassing our guests? Is this wrong? Is this wrong of me? I really want Michigan to cover because I looked at Seton Hall and I said, Nah, they seem like a trendy dog. So I stayed off, and now I need to be vindicated for Michigan. <laughs> is that is that wrong? I know there are people out there who probably have Seton Hall or yelling at me right now, but I just I need to be vindicated for my decision. But the ones that have Michigan are like, yes, yeah, I, Tim, I agree. We yeah. should get a Michigan cover here. So you know, you're always playing to half the crowd. Whoever. Yeah, line didn't move, uh, so it stayed the same. Uh, you know, look ahead spot, huh? Michigan coming here, coming to Vegas. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna go put a. Futures bad in on Michigan to win it all. They're pretty Ooh. solid. What do you think about that? It's it's a good it's a good basketball team. I don't love the number, but they're playing like they probably should be priced that way. Right. Like they keep beating good teams and beating them fairly soundly. If so. so tell me if I'm wrong, because here's what I do. And, and you know, Tim laughs at me and tells me I'm stupid, but <laughs> Michigan's what right now to win? I'm looking at it right like now. Like 14 or 12. I'll, I'll pull up Circa. Circa's usually one of the better ones out there. I will say... Do your homework early on because there are really interesting differences because I just put in a futures bet yesterday on Kansas. BetMGM had 14 to 1. Here at Circa was 12. Westgate was 7. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at uh, DraftKings, also 14. Uh, I think that's the best in town, 14. But, yeah, do your homework because there, you'll find little differences. So really look at every single shop that is available. Don't just say, oh, this looks good here. Let's – you know, but uh, let me pull up uh, Michigan real quick on the fly, pulling it up. Yeah, right now they, they're eleven they're, to one here at Circa. Eleven to one. Okay. Yeah, I mean they were priced top two or three right at the beginning of the season, basically all off season. Like, okay, Juwan Howard's been great so far in his tenure. He's bringing in a heck of a recruiting class. I believe it was number one until Memphis got those guys to reclass. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're betting on a great coach with great talent. Hard to hard to say no to that. And to finish my point. I don't think anyone's going undefeated in college basketball. No. So I'm going to put a futures bet in on Michigan, and when they lose, they'll click up a little bit, and I'll go get another futures bet. Oh, they just double down? Right. Okay. So instead of 11 to 1, they click up to 16, 17. You know, now I have it. At... Why don't you just wait for that instead of taking the 11? Well, but I want both. Okay. Right. Yeah, because now I got 11 and 16. So theoretically, I have 27. So my mind is going to explode because you are all in on Sparty for college football, and now you're going to go all in on No, I'm not going all in. Michigan. My, I'm all in on Duke. I know that. But I also am not stupid. It's very hard, even for the best team, to get through March Madness unscathed, especially now with all the super seniors at these mid-major programs. It's going to be very difficult to win. Now, whoever wins it this year is going to really earn it. Yeah, I think, you know, Jim, when you look at uh, college hoops this year, and I love that we've gotten these really early season games like UCLA, Villanova, uh, Texas, Gonzaga. Coming up this week, obviously, we've got uh, the uh, UCLA, Gonzaga here in Las Vegas, then Gonzaga taking on Duke is uh, Duke. here in Las I Vegas. I mean, it's going to yep, be, it's... I mean, these games, this is what college basketball is all about. And you look around, you've got big name freshmen like Chet Holmgren, Paolo Boncaro from. Uh, from Duke, but you've also got notable, you know, veterans around too. You got Drew Timmy back for another year at Gonzaga. You've got Colin Gillespie at Villanova. You've got the entire starting lineup of UCLA that went to the Final yep. Four. Even, so yeah. I, I want to go to UCLA uh, because that game drove me crazy. Uh, <laughs> I had Villanova plus four and a half, and as soon as it went to overtime, knew I was doomed. Yep, I've been there. But UCLA. I know you were a bit critical, felt like they were a little overvalued. Has your mind changed, or you still believe they're a bit overvalued? Uh, if, if you're getting like 10 to 1 or, or less, probably still a little overvalued. But, you know, they, they proved that they can take a punch against Villanova. Down 10 in that second half to come back from that, I, I thought was really impressive. Uh, I, I still have them as like the sixth best team. You know, I, I've been very impressed by Duke, been very impressed by Kentucky, Michigan. I think Gonzaga is your clear number one. Purdue has been unbelievable. Yeah. I think they've covered all three games so far at home. Uh, we haven't seen them with a big test. We get that this weekend. But I think UCLA is right in that group. And so if you think they're even with those teams, then taking the worst price doesn't really make sense to me. So right now, uh, just kind of big picture college basketball, at Second Chance Points on Twitter is where you can find Jim. Uh, we'll get into some of tomorrow's lines as well. 
uh, in the next segment. Um, is there a team that has maybe underwhelmed so far? Very early, uh, but a team, you know, there was a lot of buzz early on the season for Alabama, for Arkansas. They got a ton of transfers. Um, you know, Illinois loses last night to Marquette. No Kofi Coburn. So how much can how much does that account for? Um, so early on, is there a team that you think is has been underperforming so far? This is not going to sit well with your your producer here, Maryland. It's Maryland to me. Uh, I have not been very impressed with what they've done so far. Uh, did not cover against Quinnipiac. Barely won against George Washington, a team that then went and got their tails kicked. Uh, UC they, San Diego. Yep, they went west and not, it did not San go Diego. Well. Not San Diego State, UC San Diego, the Tritons. Right, but yeah. I mean, come on, Maryland's a, a middle of the road program. <laughs> they, anyway. they were getting it's, some it's, hype in the. Yeah, in, there's in nothing the elite about Maryland. I mean, they play in a. I don't even know if they have a home court advantage. Like, I mean, it's oh, it's shots at College Park. Yeah, it's, it's, it's this guy that produces the show. He tried to compare. <laughs> A visiting team going to play at Maryland and then coming to Cameron. And, and since then, I've been anti-Maryland basketball. Oh, he just he alienated yeah, you I right can there. Under, I don't like obnoxious, obnoxious fan bases. And, you know, theirs is at the top of the list. Yeah, it, I'd like to see them get back up to – where they were under Gary Williams was fun. Like, I liked when they were in the ACC going head-to-head with Duke, those Juan Dixon teams, like elite top-10 squad, but – this year, I, I just don't see it with them. They're, they're too conventional, whereas last year they were really switchable and, and hard to deal with. Now they've got the point guard, the center, and it's, it's a more normal lineup, which takes away the edge they have. Yeah, last time Maryland was good, I was under 230. So, <laughs> I mean, it's been a long time. <laughs> um, so we just watched tonight, unfortunately, uh, a bet that I had just get smashed to smithereens. Uh, UVA and Houston. We'll start with the bad side first. How bad is Virginia going to be? Man, it's it's brutal to watch that offense right now. And, and I tweeted it earlier, but the offense is so bad that it hurts their defense because the turnovers and the bad shots that they're forced to take give up run-out opportunities. And their half-court defense is terrific, but if they can't get back behind the ball, then they're giving up layups that way and open threes. And and that's it, it, with with that combination of things going on, it's hard to hard to get excited. But a couple of years ago, they had like the 230th best offense in the country for Ken Palm and finished second in the ACC. Yeah. So Tony Bennett's wonders never cease. He, he's incredible, but this team you lose the Navy. You, you, Navy's look. Navy's lost to Virginia Tech now. Louisville. Uh, both of those games weren't ultra competitive. Now I know Virginia's not very good. But Houston was in the Final Four last yeah, year. Yeah, Houston's good. And although they had some departures, they looked like a Final Four team tonight, yet when we put the odds to win the national title, they're not in the top 20. Any lean towards maybe taking a flyer or, or a Houston or maybe some other program? Is it Memphis? You know, maybe one of those. I'd probably go Houston there. I, I... I think they're really well coached and they're figuring things out right now. They they brought in guard from uh, Texas Tech and Kyler Edwards, their best like sophomore breakout candidate. Traymond Mark hasn't played yet, mm-hmm. which really hurts. Uh, they had that kind of dud on opening night where they uh, went to overtime against Hofstra and, and barely won that mm-hmm. one. But I think they're going to round into form. You know what you're getting with them. They're such an established formula for Houston basketball. It's it's the physicality, the defense, the the high effort all the time, the offensive rebounding. That's going to be there, and when you get to, to March, like having that clear identity and getting extra possessions like they do, I think that matters. Yeah, right now, uh, I just pulled it up on DraftKings to win, or sorry, to go to the Final Four for Houston, 9-1. to one. So, I mean, if, if that's a route you want to go, uh, winning four games as opposed to six games as Western Michigan fumbles, that's wonderful. Um, <sighs> Let's go. <laughs> Ohio lost by 12. Your, your bet is done. Your, your parlay's over. Carnage. <laughs> now he just wants both of our bets. To lose. He's dragging, dragging you down with him. That's... The type of guy that I have to deal with. His his parlay that he put in, Ohio to cover and uh, Eastern Michigan outright, uh, is dead. But he just wants me to lose now, too, uh, as I laid the five and a half with, uh, with Western Michigan. Um, I'm looking up here, and you and I were having a conversation uh, preseason, uh, and BYU. They're up by 13 right now in Oregon. We've got to take a break. So think about that. 
BYU. They're in the same conference as Gonzaga. Could that be a, a stumbling block for the Zags? Uh, but impressive start for Yeah, both teams' B-Y. average age is 31 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Root from uh, the three-man weave hanging around for one more segment. Uh, Eastern Michigan on the move. This is great. Uh, it is the nightcap here on VEASAN. This is the nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Black Friday offer is here right now when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special. You also receive a $20 credit. To the VSIN store. Get all our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus 20 bucks. Buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time offer. Sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift. Head over to VSIN.com slash subscribe. It is the nightcap here on VSIN. Our good friend Jim Root hanging out with us. Check out the website 3 man weave.com. Check them out on Twitter. What's the Twitter handle for Three Man Weave? Three MW underscore CBB. There you go. Three MW underscore CBB. Every day giving you betting insights uh, on Twitter, live videos galore. It's great stuff. Uh, of course, Sean King, myself, here with you uh, on the nightcap. Uh, Michigan, fourth ranked team in the country, laying eight, eight and a half, depending on where you got it. Uh, they are leading by six over Seton Hall, a team in Seton Hall that you actually like. We talked about uh, the Big East quite a bit. Uh, prior, and uh, you are, if, you, if people read your write-up of the conference, you're a bit more bullish on Seton Hall than most. Absolutely. I thought they could be the second-best team coming into the year. I picked them third uh, behind UConn and Villanova, but the ceiling was very clearly there. I think the defense is incredible, and we're seeing them shut down a really like very fine-tuned Michigan offense tonight. Uh, there's just size everywhere. They've got the 7-2 shot blocker in the middle in Obiagu. Got a bunch of switchable wings. Their point guard's 6'6", with a lot of length. So that that really helps them on the defensive end. I, I took them 300-1 to one Ooh. in the offseason, and you know I, I feel decent about it, the way they've competed here at Michigan. Yeah, and they had uh, they obliterated Yale, which was uh, kind of a popular dog over the weekend. They won big in that one. Yep. Uh, I, I haven't wanna... seen UConn play yet, but I wasn't impressed with Villanova at UCLA. I know it's an away game, cross-country. Just offensively, I mean, I think against teams that can defend, they're going to struggle to score. They don't have an abundance of guys that can get and create their own shot. And I think when you get in these tournaments, and you, it's, it's, it's imperative if you want to have a lot of success to have guys that can create shots. And I didn't see that with Villanova. So if you like Seton Hall, I mean, I might even go place a little bet on Seton well, Hall to win the conference. But I go. haven't seen UConn. What does okay. the UConn look like? Are they UConn and Seton Hall are kind of mirror images of each other. Okay. Like fantastic defensive squads, a bunch of great individual defenders, a coach that knows how to do it, but then – are they going to be able to score? That's right. that's your question with them. To your point on Villanova, that game kind of swung against UCLA when UCLA stopped helping. They were just like, you know what? We're going to stay with shooters, and we dare you to beat us one-on-one. And Villanova couldn't really do it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's going to maybe be a little bit of their Achilles heel this year against athletic teams, like Sean said, that can shut them down 1v1. If you can't get the open threes, then the Villanova offense really shuts down. I thought they were playing with ankle weights. I wanted to check the sneakers. <laughs> Like, they were slow-footed. I just... I imagine how quick they'll be next game. Hey, but I, I, again, it's the first time that I've seen the head coach not in a $15,000 suit. I know. I, it so it I drives was me like, crazy. Yeah. What, was there something special going on? No, the it's, it's the new... The new the COVID year kind of led to coaches not wearing suits anymore. So, I, I, don't, I don't like it. Jay Wright, of all people, right. needs to be suited up in Armani, pinstripe, looking sharp. I mean, Mick Cronin wore a suit, and he they did. won. You Just don't saying. get the nickname GQJ for wearing pullovers. That's what I'm saying. That's, I mean, come on. Jay, what are we doing? Yeah. I mean, you need the suit. You need to rock the His suit. His suit game is on fleek. Oh, my God. Absolutely. What, I mean, what is he going to do with those suits now? I mean. I can't fit them. Yeah, neither can <laughs> I. Uh, well, I just want one final thought on the Big East. Last night we saw Marquette. Now, once again, caveat, no Kofi Coburn. You know, preseason All-American out for the ridiculous suspension, but whatever. Um, and Marquette gets the win. And, you know, looking at Marquette, I don't know if I said it on this show. I might have. They're going to be that team that is going to be a pain in the you-know-what. They're going to beat Villanova in February or beat UConn. You know, they're going to be one of those annoying teams. So when you look at Marquette with Shaka Smart coming in there, we were talking off-air about it. I mean, Texas just was a tough fit, right? you got to get the high-profile recruits. 
Now he could do his own thing, right? He brings in Daryl Morsell, the defensive player of the year from the Big Ten from Maryland. He's now scoring buckets. He's getting 20-plus a game. And they're just going to be a pain in the backside. So is Marquette going to be a team, especially as a dog, to back this year? That's 100% it. As a dog, they're going to be so feisty. Uh, I believe uh, my, my colleague Matt on our show yesterday had the stat that at Texas, Shaka was 48-35 and 35 against the spread as an underdog. Wow. Covered again yesterday. Yep. But they're 0-2 as a favorite this year, big favorite against SIUE in New Hampshire. But when they're a dog and, and they're going to get that building real hyped mm -hmm. at Pfizer Forum, there's some emotional guys on that team. Tyler Kolek is a firebrand. Uh, I, I think that's really going to be the situation where they succeed. If, you, if they're getting points and other teams are coming in there with the, the weight of expectations like Illinois was, that's when you want to hit Marquette. I think that's going to be something to keep an eye on. You know, St. John's, kind of a hit-or-miss team or – UConn or a younger team comes in to Pfizer Forum and Marquette's getting points. I just don't want – remember those VCU teams? You just don't – they're annoying. They're pests. And, and Shaka's in his comfort zone. Right. Like, you had to take the Texas job. I mean, mm -hmm. racially, first black head coach in the history of the university. you got to take that job financially. It makes your pockets right. Now he can go back and just be himself. He's not even worried about the direct deposits because he got plenty of money. Yeah, he yep. can recruit the kids that he wants to recruit. More than likely, the majority of them are going to be three, four-year players. So he's not going to have to turn the roster over every year. I'm just, I like Marquette. I like what you guys are saying. I'm, I'm bullish you know, on them because I think Shaka's back in his zone now. And I, I said a couple years ago, I, I, we were doing – it was a different show. Oh, did Western Michigan turn it over again? Oh, that's splendid. E-M-U. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Wonderful. Beautiful. CEO of the dog pound. <laughs> you didn't win your bet. You had a parlay. Nah. 21 to 9, and they blew it. Round right? Robin. Um, <laughs> round Robin. <laughs> uh, let's get to tomorrow, Jim, before we, uh, before we let you run onto, uh, onto an evening to yourself. Um, a, a, a coach that you are familiar with, Kim English, she goes to uh, George Mason. He's a, a Baltimore native. George Mason, for those who don't know, in Fairfax, Virginia. Obviously had the magical run to the Final Four in 06. Uh, they're playing Maryland on the road, a team that you said was disappointing. Mason is getting 12. If you shop around, you can maybe find a 12 and a half. Is Mason, George Mason, live tomorrow against Maryland? I, I think so. I, they've been awesome so far this year. They've covered three games easily. Stony Brook, like the, the preseason favorite in the America East, blew them out. Penn, a top three team in the Ivy, blew them out. Oregon State beat them by 40. They've done everything right so far, and English had all of the the hype coming in, and it was like, can he really deliver? Yeah. And they have so far, and, and some of the transfers he's brought in speak to the fact that they can be this good. Like, it's not an aberration where they're playing above their talent level. Like, they brought Deshaun Schwartz, an, an all-Pac-12 caliber guy from Colorado. Devontae Gaines from Tennessee followed English, uh, who was an assistant there. They've got real talent. Being this good makes sense. Like, it, it adds up if the coach is as good as it seems. So, yeah, I think they can compete, and, and the money line is certainly interesting. Oh, this gives me so much pleasure. <laughs> oh, yes. I get to go against our producer, Aaron Oster's Maryland Terrapins tomorrow. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just stirring the pot. I'm, I'm oh, my show. gosh. I'm coming to the show. Hey, Aaron, you better hope they show up, brother. <laughs> so, uh, the Gavit games are going on. That's why we have these Big Ten and Big East uh, uh, matchups, and they've been really intriguing. Uh, obviously, that led us to the Marquette upset. Tomorrow, you've got a uh, St. John's team that has got a lot of hype, right? You've got two. Uh, you've got Posh Alexander, this bulldog of a point guard, and then you got Champagny coming back. They're going to Assembly Hall. They're catching six and a half. Live dog situation, or is Indiana ready for this test? I'm th this one is one I am not betting because I want to find that out. Okay. I, I want to see if Indiana is ready for this test because I, I was relatively high on them coming into the season. I, I think this model of hiring a pro-style coach who's got that experience but bringing in a loaded staff like Indiana has done has worked at a lot of other places. So I'm curious to see if it's going to work with them. They, they had ups and downs in their first two games so far this year. This is the first real test. Uh, and if the, the point guards can't handle the pressure that St. John's brings, then they're in trouble. But th this is very much a what-are-you game for Indiana. If they, if they lose, then maybe i got to jump off the background, bandwagon. Here. I saw the Eastern Michigan game. They look extremely talented but a little disjointed. Like they haven't really figured out offensively and defensively where everyone's supposed to be. It wasn't fluid. It wasn't like a team that 
was in midseason form. So I'm like you. I want to watch. But, you know, I trust Mike Woodson. He's really done a good job at all the places he's been. You know, we'll see. You know, maybe these – instead of the college guys going to the NBA, the NBA guys will start coming to college. Before, yeah, we, before we let you run, at Second Chance Points on Twitter, Monday the Ninth Island will be hosting the Maui Invitational. It'll be at uh, Mandalay Bay, uh, your field, Texas A&M, Wisconsin, Butler, Houston, Oregon, the Silver Swords of Chaminade, of course, and then St. Mary's and Notre Dame. Uh, we've got about 30 seconds. Who wins and why? I think Oregon wins. They, Even though, look, at they're down 37-18 and a half. That's fine. They're looking ahead to the Mountain <laughs> Invitational right now. Uh, Houston probably has the easiest route to the final. Like, I think those are the two best teams here. Uh, the, the one thing I pointed out on Twitter, that every one of these teams is slow. Yeah. Like bottom 50 in the entire country in pace. And no soft rims. No soft rims. Could be could be some ugly basketball, but I think the Ducks take care of business, get a, get, get a win over quack, the Cougars. Quack. That's Jim Root at Second Chance Points. Follow him on Twitter. It's the nightcap here on Visa. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just, like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been, like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and, like, so simple? And what else was it going to—like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.